Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Risen. Um, haven't posted one in a little bit, but here we are, and we're back. And it's kind of a weird week uh, to be back on because today, due to some um, weather problems, um, being that we live in Oklahoma, uh, we were not able to have our youth group. And so we were going to start the first week of a four-week small group uh, Bible study. Um, but I decided that I will simply post it onto the podcast um, and they can listen on here, and then anyone else who wants to listen can go ahead, and I'll continue this series here on the podcast as we go through it as a youth, hopefully be able to meet for the rest of the weeks. Um, so I want to start by reading just kind of the main scripture um, to this whole series, which is going to be in Jeremiah 17, uh, verse 8, and that is going to be, He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the streams and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green, and it is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. And so during this little four-week uh, series, we're going to be comparing the life of a Christian to kind of just that of a tree. Um, and by that, we're going to be breaking down um, the major parts of a tree and talking about how um, those kind of reflect Christian life. So it's kind of just one big analogy. Um, and so um, going to the verses that are the emphasis for this week, we're going to be talking about um, roots. And so um, that's the basis of a tree, and it's also the basis of a Christian, the roots of a Christian. Um, and without the roots, a tree cannot stand, nor can it grow, and same with a Christian. So we're going to talk about what does that look like, what are the roots, and what are the main purposes of the roots in a tree. So let me get to Matthew 13, so I can read the main verses for tonight. Uh, we're going to go through 1 through 9, just because the whole parable, but our focus is going to be verses 5 and 6. Uh, so let's see here. The same day Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea, and a great crowd gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat down. And while the crowd stood on the beach, uh, and he said, and he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and he sowed some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on the rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on the good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. He who has ears, let him hear. Um, so obviously the emphasis there is okay. So obviously our emphasis there is verses five and six, as it mentions the roots. Um, so I'm gonna do my best to take what was meant to be small group material and make it into a sermon. So we'll see how this goes. Um, so in the next few weeks, uh, we'll be looking at a tree as a visual re a visual representation of Christian life. Um, so this first week of this series, we're gonna be looking at the tree roots. Um, and the two main purposes for the roots of a tree is a foundation for the tree to stand and to bring nutrients into the tree so that it can grow. And so we're going to look at a few things that um, are like the roots of a tree in the Christian life. So, um, or at least like those two functions. So firstly, uh, foundation. A fa foundation of a Christian walk obviously is ultimately faith in Christ. Um, but what is faith exactly? When we say the word faith, what do we really mean by that? And so um, hopefully we can use some scripture to show that there. If you'll turn with me to Hebrews. Let's see here. We're in Hebrews 11. All right, Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not 
seen. So just like a root, just like the roots are things that hold the tree against the weight of the world, faith is what holds a Christian up against the weight and trials of this world. If we don't have faith in God, we aren't a Christian, but also we will fall away from the Christian walk very easily. So try to rema- try to imagine a tree without any roots. As soon as any kind of wind would blow or anything like that would happen, the tree would just fall and die. Um, and it wouldn't even have the nutrients for one to live in the first place. And that's kind of the same idea as the Christian walk. If we don't have our foundation in faith in Jesus, um, then ultimately, for one, we're not a Christian. But for two, even if we maybe at one point had a faith in Jesus and we're Christians, but we've kind of walked away from that faith and have not... Um, deeply rooted ourselves in it, we're going to be easily swayed by the world and by the many false teachings that the world provides um, and and just all the ways that it provides it through social media, through people talking, or even through some other churches that may claim um, to be spreading the gospel, but maybe spreading some kind of false truth. Um, And so first and foremost, obviously uh, faith and, and having that foundation is absolutely important in the walk of a Christian. Um, If you do not have that, then um, you know, if you don't stand for anything, what we fall for kind of saying uh, is a situation that you will be in as a Christian. Um, and so we have our foundation. Let's say we as Christians, we have faith in Jesus and we have a strong one. We believe that he came and died and rose again that we may be saved. So we have our foundation. Then what else do we do with that? What else is the purpose of our roots? Um, and that secondary purpose is going to be nutrients. So Christians receive nutrients from God in many different ways, uh, and but we'll break that down to a few. And this list is not the full list of all the ways that you can receive um, what I'm calling quote-unquote nutrients or just kind of um, spiritual growth or, or whatever you want to call it from God. Um, these are just the you know main ways that come to my mind, um, those being the Bible, prayer, worship, and fellowship. And, and I think if you read the Bible, um, I think you'll see that those are – um, right in line with the Gospels and with um, some of the other books that Paul writes the churches about um, what we get our nutrients from. I think all these are very important aspects of Christian life. And, and again, you could put all of these under that category, but I kind of want to talk about how each of these play a purpose um, in the growth of a Christian because we need nutrients to grow. And so these things are what are providing that nutrients. So firstly, we have the Bible. Um, which is probably the Christian's biggest tool in their life. Firstly, because you're literally reading the words of God. You're, you're reading the words of Jesus, um, and you can also read some of the greatest sermons of all time from Jesus and the apostles like Peter. Um, and it's the ultimate guide to a Christian walk and, and what that's meant to look like. Um, not to say that the other things mentioned don't play any kind of role, but obviously, ultimately, the Bible is God's word. It's his direct guidance and, and direction. Um, and so I, I that's where you're going to get your most of your nutrients uh, for the growth to happen. And that's through personal study. That's through um, hearing people preach the, the gospel. Um, you know, that's through uh, talking with it, talking about the Bible um, with your colleagues and with fellow Christians. Um and, but ultimately, I think the the biggest one there is going to be uh, the Bible. But, you know, we have other things like prayer is our communication with God to, God to learn his will and for encourage uh, to be encouraged to have hope and, and to have a relationship with him. And I think those are also absolutely new, needed as nutrients in the life of a Christian. Um, it's so easy to get um, discouraged and to get down in this world and to lose hope because we're in such a dark 
place in this world and where a lot of times there just seems to be no hope. Um, but in prayer, we can find those things again in God because he can fill us with the Holy Spirit and communicate with us. And that's ultimately how we have uh, a communicative relationship with God. Every every good relationship takes communication. Uh, and prayer is our main path of communicating with God. Um, and, and so I think, again, absolutely necessary for uh, the nutrients of a Christian. Uh, worship is another big one. I know it's a big one for me. I, I, led, I lead worship. I've been leading worship uh, for like eight years now. Um, so it's something that's been very consistent in my life. My mom has always, um, been playing worship songs. She plays piano. So it's always been around me in my life. And and ultimately worship is our way to pour out, um, our love for God to him and to study his character through the worship of others in the songs we see. And so like when you look at the hymns and you look at even the Psalms of the Bible, which were written as songs, um, you can see, for one, his character of forgiveness, of growth, of encouragement in the lives, like with the Psalms, like it is well. Um, or if you look at the Psalms that David writes to God, you can see the characteristics of his faithfulness, of his forgiveness, of his love, of his grace and mercy. Um, but also it's a way for us to pour out our love to him, um, kind of like a, a, a sacrifice of sense. Um, and just a way to, uh, for us to express our emotions about of God to God. Um, in a way that is pleasing to him and to his ears. And then the last thing we have here is fellowship, which is um, our way to grow together. There's a you know scripture that says iron sharpens iron. Um, so I think fellowship is absolutely necessary. I already talked about you know getting to talk to the Bible about the Bible with others, but also getting to worship with others, getting to um, also just encourage each other and just to talk about what God has been teaching you through the Holy Spirit, through prayer and through guidance. I think is is very important to the growth of a Christian. So it's one of those key nutrients. And the Bible obviously says that God says it is not good for man to be alone, and so He creates a helper for for him. And in the same way, it is not good for a Christian to be alone. Um, there will not be good growth there. There will not be um, any sharpening there. And so you need fellowship to properly grow uh, as a Christian. And so I think those those things are really the primary nutrients in a Christian life. Again, that's not to say that that's the the full list there. For me, something that's not on that list that just um, helps me with, with my growth and I would say is a nutrient to my relationship with God would be nature, um, going out into the nature and whether that's taking photos or that's fishing or just walking around um, in a pasture, just seeing the creation of God and the variety and the complexity of what he's made um, really makes me come to appreciate him more and, and to see more of his character um, through the earth that we live in. And, and so that's a big one for me when it comes to growth um, in my love for God and growth from in my appreciation for God and growth in my just kind of awe of God comes from nature. And so though that's not on this list, it's one of those nutrients for me that may not be one of those key nutrients for another Christian. And I think that's what's so special about Christianity is because it's a relationship. And so not everything that works for me is going to work for you because it's, it's a one-on-one personal relationship. It's not just one cut-and-dry religion that if we all follow these same rules, um, we'll grow. No, it's, it's finding your relationship with God as an individual. Um, there are still some religious things in that, rules and laws that we follow from the Bible, but, but also there's that intimacy of a relationship that can be personal to one Christian or another. Um, and so as we look at the rest of the week— um, we will look back on these foundations and nutrients as, as everything that we talk about 
in the next few weeks has nothing uh, can cannot happen without this foundation and and the nutrients is provided by our roots as a Christian. Um, and I think if you if you want to have a strong Christian walk, if you want to be someone who is walking in the will of God, who is growing in wisdom and in knowledge of of God, then then you have to have these things. You have to have faith, obviously, for one. You have to believe in God. Um, if you're going to be a Christian at all, but then also you have to be consistently reading your Bible and consistently praying and, and fellowshipping and worshiping God. I think they're all necessary for a Christian to develop and to grow. And if you're not having one of these things or another, um, good chances are you're probably not growing as you should, and you're probably not bearing fruit um, consistently, and you're probably going into long drought seasons, um, and, and you probably don't very have have very much confidence in your relationship in God. Um, and so not always lost in that kind of situation, um, those things can be changed. And, you know, don't hear me say, you know, I'm, I, I read my Bible every day. I pray every day. I, you know, I, I don't. And to be honest, no Christian ever has. Um, <clears throat> that's just the nature of the fact that we are human. And, um, but that does not mean that we grow lenient, that we grow lazy and content with not doing those things. It means that we strive for them and that we challenge ourselves and that we find ways to motivate ourselves provided by our roots as a Christian. Um, and I think if you if you want to have a strong Christian walk, if you want to be someone who is walking in the will of God, who is growing in wisdom and in knowledge of, of God, then, then you have to have these things. You have to have faith, obviously, for one. You have to believe in God um, if you're going to be a Christian at all. But then also you have to be consistently reading your Bible and consistently praying and, and fellowshipping and worshiping God. I think they're all necessary for a Christian to develop and to grow. And if you're not having one of these things or another, um, good chances are you're probably not growing as you should, and you're probably not bearing fruit um, consistently, and you're probably going into long drought seasons, um, and you probably don't very have have very much confidence in your relationship in God. Um, and so it, not all is lost in that kind of situation. Um, those things can be changed. And you know, don't hear me say, you know, I'm, I, I read my Bible every day. I pray every day. I, you know, I, I don't. And to be honest, no Christian ever has. Um, <clears throat> that's just the nature of the fact that we are human. And, um, but that does not mean that we grow lenient, that we grow lazy and content with not doing those things. It means that we strive for them and that we challenge ourselves and that we find ways to motivate ourselves to to do those things consistently every day um, in our walk. So that's where I'm going to wrap it up. Um, I'm going to pray, and then we'll uh, call it a day. So, uh, dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for this time. Despite the weather, you've given me to come here and to record this so that um, you know some of these youth can hear it. Um, and I hope that it is um, as good for them as it has been for me uh, just working through this material with you, Lord. I pray that as we go into this little series that you help us all to grow, Lord, that you help us all to um, strengthen our foundation and to gather more nutrients through the resources that you provided for us, um, whether that's the Bible, prayer, fellowship, or worship, or, or any other source, Lord. I just pray that you help us to uh, continue to grow, continue to be better Christians, and have a stronger walk with you, Lord. I thank you for this day so much, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.